those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. Good morning, you beautiful people, or good afternoon, or the nighttime. I don't know where you're from. We got listeners from all over, as you guys know. Um, we're, we're excited to have you along, and we're just going to jump right into it. We got a new segment that we're doing, and it's Listener of the Week, Listener of the Month. We're not too sure we're going to go with it, but Spaz, I'm here with Spaz. Spaz, you, you wanted to kick this thing off, so tell us, uh, tell us about the Listener of the Month. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys fan, wherever the fuck you are, you know that I have been shouting out different listeners from different countries. Today, we have a special one. We had a guy slide into our DMs. Congratulations, Joe Giark from Queensland, Australia. You've won a $25 GameStop gift card. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Don't spend it all on uh, in one place, I guess. But I don't see that brings us to our first topic, which, I mean, how could we how could we talk about today without talking about the absolute craziness in the market? And I know it's not exactly sports related, but you'd actually be really surprised how a lot of this does tie into the sports. So just a real quick briefing, as a lot of you guys know, um, Everything going on with GameStop, you know, it's essentially the regular average Joe versus the Wall Street millionaires, billionaire hedge fund owners. And they are just clashing right now. You know, we have these people trying to pump this worthless GameStop stock up to a thousand dollars a share while the the hedge fund managers were trying to trying to short it. Again, I'm not going to get into it too much as far as the, the details behind it. But what I do want to talk about is the Mets owner, Steve Cohen's involvement in everything. And this is just such a bizarre story. This is an, one of the most bizarre stories in a long time. And it really, I guess it kicks off with Steve Cohen, obviously a billionaire. He owns the Mets and he obviously owns his own hedge fund. And the, the big story with that is his buddy who owns Melvin Capital, they were essentially going to go bankrupt. They needed a bailout and who else to come in but Steve Cohen. And obviously that's not even the tip of the iceberg where it really gets weird is when Steve Cohen a lot of people are saying he's, he's kind of going behind the scenes, talking to Robin Hood about shutting down trading for GameStop. I mean, there's just so much to kind of digest here. And again, I want to keep it into sports terms. And for those of you who don't follow the stock market or don't know what's going on, it's essentially like if we're watching the Super Bowl and there's two minutes left and it's 20 to nothing and the NFL, Roger Goodell, decides to call in for another quarter. So, again, really bizarre situation. What's your take on this, Ben? It's not the first time the Mets have had some shady fucking ownership. Look at uh, the Wilpons. You know, they were involved in the Bernie Madoff scandal. And here's yep. the thing with yep. these fucking crooks on Wall Street. They all need prison time. I'm not trying to get political, but here's the issue. These guys can get fined like the Wilpons did, $13 million. That's not shit to them. They're billionaires. Why would they care about getting fined? It's either get fined or lose it all. Of course, you're going to take the fine. These guys need to go to fucking prison. I would say it's kind of like Tom Brady. Tom Brady is Robin Hood. That motherfucker cheated all the time. And when he got caught, it was a slap on the wrist. But God forbid any other team get caught, it's no problem at all. No, I love that. And, I mean, hey, easy on the Tom Brady slander. You know, I'm, I'm a newly renowned Tom Brady fan. I got money on the Bucks Super Bowl. I placed the future bet before the season started for the Bucks. So I'm a big Brady guy right now. But yeah, I mean, what is going on? It's, it's, it's absolutely criminal. And kind of going back to Steve Cohen, too. I mean, this is a guy that's not exactly the most ethical person in the world. I was kind of doing my research earlier. And believe it or not, he was actually sued for racketeering and insider trading already. So that's a big red flag for me. And then obviously everything going on right now. I mean, what the hell is going on with the Mets? I mean, this is the most Mets thing of all time. I mean, the Mets are just, they can't stop being the Mets. 
And the funniest thing that I've been seeing come out of this whole thing, obviously, again, Steve Cohen, his money's on the line. He's been, you know, letting people borrow his money. He's losing money. And now they're saying the Mets aren't going to get Trevor Bauer because all of his money's tied up. I mean, do you think that really plays into it? Or do you think he's just got so much money? Who gives a shit how much he gives to Trevor Bauer? I, if I was Trevor Bauer, I wouldn't want to go to the Mets. Fuck them. Have you heard uh, the song he released? Have you heard this? This is a breaking no. locked in sports <laughs> gossip section of the day. I'm going to play it. And I, I apologize to the listener if his quality is just garbage. But here you go. This is actually Trevor Bauer. I'm not joking. That is Trevor Bauer across ta- uh, time and space released circa 2014. This guy, I mean, he's a walking meme. Let's be honest. He's an absolute walking meme. I think he would actually go good on the Mets. He would, he's the perfect guy for the Mets. I mean, especially with the, with the song. And then obviously, as a lot of you guys know, you know, during the playoffs a couple of years ago, he, he tore his hand open. Right before he was going to pitch, he was fixing his drone. I mean, that is just, again, the most Mets thing ever. He belongs on the Mets. And this kind of brings me to the question of, is this the most most Mets thing of all time? Obviously, just in the last couple of weeks, you know, we talked about the GM sending dick pics and a bunch of unsolicited text messages. Does this take the cake for at least, at least in 2021, the most bizarre Mets story this year? By far, but I have a bad feeling that this won't be – uh, but when it comes to the end of the year, this won't be the most mess thing ever. I think it's going to get even crazier. Hold on, ladies and gentlemen. All you guys thought 2020 was a wild ride. Just get ready for 2021. It's the Mets here. Some people are saying it's the Mets here. Could you imagine they go, you know what I, I think is going to happen? And I'm calling it right now on January 29th, 2021. The Mets will make the World Series. They will go up 3 nothing in the series. And they will blow it. They're going to completely blow it. It's going to go seven games. They're going to lose four to three. I don't know who they're going to play. My, my vision is still a little fuzzy on this, but I'm calling it right now, January 29th. The Mets will be in the World Series, and they will blow a 3 nothing lead. So I'm calling it right now. Um, but, again, just absolutely bizarre stuff going on out there in the sense of the stock market and obviously even into sports too. But a big thing that I wanted to talk about today with you, Spaz, was, was college hoops. I mean, a big theme of the show – has been just how great teams this year are absolutely dog shit. And, I mean, the, the trend has just kind of continued. You know, we had this last week. We had Kentucky lose to Bama, and it was 59-70. to 70. We actually, if you follow us on Twitter, we actually locked Bama plus – or, I'm sorry, minus six there, so free money for the listeners there. Anyways, again, this just kind of goes with the theme of, I mean, these teams, they just all suck. I mean, Duke finally stopped that three-game skid. They beat Georgia Tech. Ooh, big, bad Georgia Tech. But they still suck. I actually was reading a stat today that they're two. Yeah, and this is not a mistake. They are ranked 281st in field goal percentage defense. I mean, how is that even possible under a Coach K team? That's actually impossible uh, when you come to think of it. Like teams like Monmouth and Youngstown State has a better defensive rank than (laughs) these guys. What the hell is going on? I think Coach K needs to give it up. He needs to retire. Same thing with Cal because, you know, Kentucky's garbage too. Eh, I, I mean, it, it, I think it goes back to just with the, you know, what we've talked about. It's just such a bizarre year with COVID. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to make of this year. I don't know what to make of this season in college hoops. Again, another one of the teams, obviously my team, Michigan State, they're garbage right now. I don't know what the hell happened. They just played, they played the Rutgers and they got obliterated 67 to 37. I mean, they just got absolutely obliterated. I mean, this is, was one, probably one of their worst losses in the last 20 years, I would say, just as a fan. And, I, I mean, again, I get that they haven't played a game since January 8th. And, obviously, they're coming off cold. It's been three weeks. But, I mean, damn, how, do you gonna, how are you going to only put up 37 points? I, I just 
I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on with it. And obviously on the other side of it, we have some insanely powerful teams. Baylor absolutely decimated Kansas State by 48 points yesterday. And I was actually looking at it too. It's actually really funny. They lost, or Kansas State lost by 31 the first time around. So in the two meetings between the two, Baylor has beaten Kansas State by 79 points. What do you what do you make of that? That is an insane set. And uh, going back to that MSU game, their highest scorer, Henry, had seven points. Every single person on the Baylor bench, uh, not bench, excuse me, starter, had at least seven points. Just kind of a wild yeah, no, stat. This is, uh, this is absolutely bizarre. And I know we've been doing this a lot, but I kind of want to keep this trend going just because I feel like every time that we talk on the podcast, there's so much changing inside of uh, inside of college hoops. I mean, are you still sticking with Iowa as your dog to run away with? Yes, I do. And I think other teams can beat Baylor. You have a notable matchup Tuesday, the 2nd of February. Texas is playing Baylor, and that's going to be at Austin. Going to be an interesting game. The line is not open yet. But uh, Baylor is 12-2-1 against the spread. They're a good team to bet on. Obviously, they have shown their dominance. But I think uh, other teams besides, you know, like in Iowa in the tournament could beat this Baylor team. I think Texas could beat them. What do you think? I mean, geez, I don't know. I mean, they, they've looked absolutely great. We're, I mean, let's let's kind of look at earlier in the season. We were absolutely robbed of what was going to be the greatest game of the season, without question, Gonzaga at Baylor. And obviously, COVID delayed the game. Post-post, well, it's really canceled the game. I don't believe they're going to be replaying that one. But again, that was going to be possibly a championship preview there. And again, I, I said it earlier in the podcast, I'm not a big Gonzaga guy. But I think Baylor's the team. I know I've jumped from like eight different teams already, but Baylor is officially my team. With that being said, they're going to lose their next game. So, again, Baylor's my team. I know Iowa's your dogs, but there's there's just so many weird, weird situations going on in college hoops. What about the NBA on the other side of the hardwood? I mean, is there anything going on in the NBA? I mean, again, this is probably the most boring sport of all time. I mean, there's got to be something going Whoa, on Whoa, stop right? the slander. The most boring sport of all time is your <laughs> Mets and the MLB. But uh, I would say there is a lot going on. Kevin Durant is out tonight against the Thunder. It's going to be interesting to see how him, Kyrie, and Harden can figure it out this season all playing together. Nets need – I know I've been talking about the Nets uh, this entire podcast, but they really need a bench. They are the team that everyone likes to watch. They're the team out the East that people think is just going to walk through the cakewalk East. And I don't think that is the case. I think you could have a multitude of – Teams coming out of the East like a Milwaukee or a Sixers or if Miami starts to figure it out, they could be scary. But uh, the Jazz are in first currently uh, in the West. It was the Lakers, but now it is Jazz first, Clippers second, Lakers third. We don't really have too much news. Uh, I don't think that the recent Lakers losses, like when they lost to Detroit and they lost to the Sixers this week, should scare anybody because I've said it before and I'll say it again. This regular season really doesn't matter. It does not matter what playoff seed LeBron or any of these other guys get. Once the playoffs come, they're going to turn it on. The reason that they are, you know, using this load management this season is because we had such a short offseason. Um, there's not too much going on in the NBA, uh, but just keep your eyes posted on uh, the Nets, I would say, because it's going to be interesting to see. If, if, if Harden, Kyrie, and KD can't figure it out, that was an idiotic trade-in. Some people could say it already was, but uh, as far as that, I'm just excited for some other sports. Like, I've been watching a lot of hockey. I don't know about you, but I've been watching a lot 
of NHL. I watched the Leafs Oilers game last night. That was a hell of a game. I don't know if you get a, a chance to cop that one. Yeah, no, I actually I, I was able to catch a little bit of that one. Uh, I didn't see the whole thing, but it, that actually kind of brings me to my next point, which is it the Leafs. I mean, the Leafs. Again, I, I know this is like you know a broken record here. It's like beating a dead horse, but I mean, is it the Leafs' year? I know we talked earlier in the podcast. You know, we're both on Lightning. We're both on Lightning. And don't get me wrong, the Lightning have played great this year. But, I mean, the Leafs. I mean, the Leafs are really putting the smackdown on teams. I know, of course, as I say that, you know, they'll probably lose the next 10 games. But, again, I, I really like the Leafs right now. Actually, I was looking just overall at the uh, the Stanley Cup odds track throughout the season so far. And it's really kind of cool to me just because I, I believe they opened at plus 2,000. Let me actually just double check. Yeah, it was, so it was plus 1,900 for the Leafs to win the Cup. And then they snuck it all the way down where it's at right now to plus a thousand. And I think this thing could go lower. I mean, if you have some money in your in your account and you're looking to spend it on something, put some money on the Leafs to win the cup. I mean, plus a thousand odds for a team right now that's playing outstanding hockey. They're seven and two. They and lead that kid, the North. Fourteen. And that kid, also, that kid, Austin yeah, Matthews, the first overall, I believe, from 2016. He's a dog. He's 23 years old. He's an American. He was raised in Scottsdale, Arizona. He's been going off for of the Leafs, and you know they're seven and two right now. They're looking very uh, sellable. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, Matthews has been the guy for for a long time, and it again, it, I just think the Leafs are there this year. I think they're going to make the run. I think they're going to be good. Obviously, they're already really good. I don't know. I mean, again, it's it's just one of those things. I feel like every single year, this time of year, it's like, oh, Leafs, Leafs look great. Leafs look great. So again, we'll obviously see how that one plays out. Um, the biggest one that I also wanted to talk about too, was if you listen to the last podcast, obviously just for the listeners, we locked in Vancouver or yeah, Vancouver over the senators. And it was really funny because they played three times in a row and we locked them last time on the, on the Twitter and they, they swept them. I mean, it was a clean sweep. It was a, they got the trifecta. They won three games in a row. And obviously they're only playing three games in a row against each other because of COVID and the Canadian teams are all stuck in Canada, et cetera, et cetera. But it's just so funny. I mean, how are you going to get beat by Vancouver three times in a row? This just proves the Senators are probably the worst team in hockey. I, you know, I sit here and say that as a Red Wings fan. But, I mean, geez, oh, Pete, the Senators won six and one. They got three points, a minus 19-point differential. I mean, this team stinks. Yeah, most definitely. But I do like the name. Like, that is a badass name for a pro sports team, the Senators. Just kind of wild to me. What's your favorite NHL logo? Oh, man, that's actually a really good question. I mean, of course, again, I'm, I'm a Wings fan. I got to be, you know, completely transparent. I love the Wings. I would have to say the Wings. But you know who I've really fallen in love with here in the last couple of seasons is the Coyotes' new one. And now, obviously, you know, the, the, the traditional logo is just that howling coyote. But the one that I really like is that it's like a coyote and like hockey. I think it's a goal. I, you know, I wouldn't even know how to describe this logo, but you guys know what I'm talking about. It's, it's the coyote. Looks like maybe he's a goalie. He's got – I don't even know how to explain it, but it is a badass logo. What about I you? like What's the uh, Devils or the Hurricanes, but uh, as far as the teams goes, what the fuck's going on with the Hurricane? They're second and last in the same division uh, as the – yeah, what's yeah. going on with that? Yeah, I was at, yeah, it was actually really funny just in that situation. There's just so many weird things going on in sports. It's a really interesting time to talk about sports. But, um, yeah, the Hurricanes sitting right now second to last. They have a plus four goal differential. And then in the same division, you have the Blue Jackets, who are first in that division, with a minus four goal differential. So it's like, what the hell is going on here? Um, but obviously a lot is to do with COVID. 
again, you know, there's, I think, I think they've played a total of four games in that division as far as some of those teams. Let me actually just, yeah. So we have the stars, they played four games, the Panthers, they played four games, hurricanes have only played four games. And then you have the blue jackets who've played eight games. That's why they have so many points. But again, you just, when you look at the standings, it just does not look weird to see a team in first place in the red, as far as goal differential goes. But again, just a very odd year, a very bizarre year for sports. Um, that kind of brings me into, I guess, the, the new segment that we want to introduce. And it's Friday's Oddities or Friday's Funkies or Friday's what? I mean, we'll come up with the name coming forward. But um, that, that's got to be my Friday's Friday Funky. I, you know, I don't even know what to name this thing. I mean, what should we call it? I would say uh, Friday. I, I don't know. We'll figure something out. How about the listeners tweet at us? We're going to put our Twitter handle in the uh, podcast description. Tweet at us what we should call this segment. But uh I have a you know a different segment I'd like to introduce called Friday Futures, and this is going to be a uh, future Ooh. bet. This one currently is sitting at Bovada. It is will Robinhood declare bankruptcy in twenty twenty one? It's a pick 'em. It's yes and no, both at minus one twenty. Uh, that's my Friday future. But as far wow. as the Friday oddities, I think our listeners should uh, tweet at us or slide in our DMs. Uh, we're going to have the. Yeah, slide in our DMs. We're open. We're open for uh, any suggestions. Again, Friday. I feel like Friday Funkies, Fridays, I, I don't know. I mean, we'll come up with something the next time you hear us on Friday. And obviously that brings me to my final point of the podcast. I know it was kind of a quick podcast here. There wasn't a ton to talk about in sports in the last couple of days. Um, but we are going to be off this ex- upcoming Monday. As a lot of you know, we normally do Monday, Fridays. We're going to be off this upcoming Monday to prepare for our Super Bowl preview. It's going to be this Thursday, actually. So obviously mark your calendars for that one. And it's going to be all about gambling. I mean, this is going to be prop bets, you know, just funny stats, just different things relating to the Super Bowl. So definitely mark your calendars for that episode. Um, again, that's going to be next Thursday, this upcoming Thursday. And yeah, it's going to be right before the Super Bowl. Like, super excited for that. Um, just give the listeners a real quick preview as far as, you know, what, what you think is going to happen in that Super Bowl. Maybe a fun bet or something just to kind of tease that, that Thursday. Yep, sounds great. And also, uh, if you haven't already, go check out that song that your boy Trevor Bauer did. That song is just horrific. If you think your life's bad, go listen to that song and you'll make yourself feel better that your life isn't too terrible. No, absolutely. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like I said, kind of a shorter episode today. But anytime that you guys want to tweet at us, let us know of any some bad beats that you have. We'd love to retweet them, repost them. And uh, other than that, have a safe weekend, guys. And we look forward to – well, actually, before I guess before we kind of sign off here, is there anything else that you have? No, you just have follow us on Twitter. It is at Bad Beats Podcast and at uh, Lock in Bets. We will have that in the description. If you want to be listener of the week, give us a follow, tweet, DM, doesn't matter. Drop your location. We can also see on the platform we use. And you guys know my famous saying, if you have a dollar to your name, I don't care what it is. Do a crazy parlay. Get back into gambling. Do whatever it is. We really appreciate you guys. And we're on this uh, crazy journey together. So stay safe and stay gambling. Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. We'll enjoy your weekend, guys. And we'll be talking to you soon. Peace out.